In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh, and then with me is my woodland creature, my beast from the east, my feral animal that sucks the blood out of goats, the one, the only. Trick or treat, so my feet, give me something good to eat. Travis Rats here. <laughs> Travis Rats on the podcast. You listen to Comic Exposure. Yeah, where Travis and I dive deep into graphic novels or trades, or you're 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 gifted an episode like this one where we just shoot the breeze and we we do something fun and we talk about nerd stuff and we nerd out. This is another spooky season episode. Last week we read uh, the Nice House on the Lake for a book club, for a comic book club. This is a variant edition where we're diving into Travis. Are you ready to hit it? Are you ready to hit it? Because you know what time it is. Uh, click. Welcome to Comic Exposure Pitch Club. The first rule of Pitch Club is you tell everyone about Pitch Club. The second rule of Pitch Club is you pick your character or characters, and then as the name suggests, you pitch your story idea. The third and final rule is if this is your first pitch, you pitch tonight. And are you ready? For Pitch Club, because it is Pitch Club time, and on Pitch Club, joining us back, her second Pitch Club, I believe, and uh, her second book, her second episode of the Spooky Season, or is it Third Pitch Club? Third Pitch Club, yeah. Third Pitch Club. My first one was not memorable. Uh, Andrea is here. Hi. For Andrea, say hello to everybody. Hello, everyone. <laughs> All right. Hello. Pitch Club time. Hello. Travis Rats, give us the rules of Pitch Club. What what's the what's what's the Pitch Club this time around? What's the theme? Oh, I was gonna say, isn't that we have a whole <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> this one? Actually, I, I'm gonna let you do this because I didn't even okay. know what this was. I didn't even know the so, term. So in honor of Andrea being on the show, Andrea is, is the quip, the cryptid queen. She's currently wearing her cryptid crown that she won. Uh, <laughs> cryptid is a so it's a like beast, a internet a monster. it's an internet monetary system where yes, yes. it's all ones <laughs> and zeros, points. right? Yes. Uh, so cryptid, a cryptid bros. Yeah, a, that's a that would be a great podcast name, Cryptid Bro. Uh, <laughs> uh, but so cryptids are like you know that that mythological creature, but not like a unicorn. Although maybe a unicorn is a cryptid. Yeah, um, but kind of like is. the New Jersey Devil, the uh, the Fluke Man, the Yeti, the, the Sasquatch, um, the Chupacabra, the Yeti, Sasquatch, the Mothman, the, uh, the Mothman, the Andrea. Mothman participated andrea in, we have a local, is also a cryptid. andrea is a cryptid uh <laughs> we have a local a local tap room a local bar uh that is really into horror into wrestling a very interesting place called tap room 120 um named so after the length of blank videotapes 120 minutes like that's what it's that's why they're named oh, that which is cool. like an interesting yeah so very into 
like horror and stuff like that. And so Andrea, tell us a little bit about what they put on and what you participated in. Oh, yeah. So they had something called Scaredy Con. They joined with the Scaredy Cast, which is another like a spooky podcast. And um, they ended up doing like a market with all these spooky vendors. And then that evening they had a cryptid queen, uh, like a pinup cryptid uh, competition pageant thing. And I was like, that sounds weird. I'm going to do that. And um, I did like a pinup Mothman and I ended up winning, which was wild and unexpected. So yeah, big, was, big um, mothy wing, big wings, uh, like two months ago. A month uh, ago? It was, it was last month, I think. Yeah. 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 Ooh. It was since September. So Andrea um, is the cryptid queen. She's got a crown and a sash. Yeah, I have a crown. I have my sash here. It's very spooky. Do you spooky. have responsibilities? Like uh, uh, Miss uh, America? Do, like, they... do you have to go like like cut ribbons and stuff? Charities she has to be and... spooky around the town. She has to be spooky around the town. Which is um, my, my, my default uh, in general. So I just, you know. They didn't. They didn't give me any uh, guidelines for this title, so I'm just kind of living my own life. Yeah, you know, like you go shopping, you have to like buy the spaghetti. Oh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's beautiful. Uh, So Andrea, as the cryptid queen, I thought if we're going to do a variant, a spooky variant, let's do a pitch club where we have to pitch our cryptid comic, right? So for those of you who don't know cryptids, again, it's that idea of that beast. That like lives folklore the folklore type. animal. Yeah. So Mothman, the Yeti, the Loch Ness monster, the New Jersey Devil, the Chupacabra—all those things are cryptids. Um, the folklore monster, right? Travis, were there any folklore monsters for you where you grew up? Because you didn't grow up in the states. Were there anything like people told you to look out for? Like, is there like El Kukui? Like, you know, what what's the thing? That, that... Um, in Japan, <laughs> Japan, there was always like a lot of serpent or snake-like monsters going out there with names okay. I couldn't pronounce and will not try to pronounce here. Like the mamushka. Like we danced the mamushka at Jack the Ripper's wedding. We danced the mamushka at the. Uh, but like, think, I think there is someone, something like oh, Momoshi or something like that. Um, and so there's a lot, of, a, a lot of serpent stuff, you know. But honestly, okay. I tell you what, if someone comes to me, uh, uh, I keep calling them cryptics, the cryptoids, right? This is all a new thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cryptics, cryptids, cryptids. cryptids. I, I, I like if yes, someone yes. like starts telling me like a local cryptid story, uh, I just call them like legends or stuff like that before. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 I live here. I don't, I don't need to hear that. Like, I don't want to know. The Jersey <laughs> Devil? Thanks. Jersey Devil is fine. I'm never going to move to Jersey. Crazy. You're not going to go to Jersey? Is there anything, <laughs> now that you're in Germany, are there any, like, weird, because Ger- the Germans there love. Has to, has the Germans to be. love, like, right? Weird, I think, I think, things. I think we're in, like, I think we, I think we're probably in Krampus's flight path. Uh, but okay. that's more yeah, of a legend. Yeah. I don't know if that, 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 that doesn't count as like. No, well, I think Kramp- a, a, Krampus is a is like a goat man. So Krampus might count. Yeah, I'm sure I there feel, is. Like but again, can. if there are, I don't want to hear about it. Okay, okay. <laughs> now so you want to tell me some got- Italian ones, I'll be great. Like a little like. Um, uh, a little spaghetti monster? Yeah, a little spaghetti monster. A little spaghetti monster? Yeah. Spaghetti. Ooh. A little, pasta, a little uh, pasta, pasta phantom. Yeah, <laughs> now I don't know if Phant- I don't know if phantoms count as I don't know if phantoms count as cryptids. Uh, well, there was a, in looking up a list if they're of, beastly in phantoms, looking up a list, beastly phantoms. I'm gonna give you a throwaway uh, one, but, okay. uh, real quick. So I was looking up a list of cryptids. So I didn't want to go. Uh, I was like, well, let, let me pick one that I haven't heard of. 
Uh, and so there's yeah. one, there's like a phantom kangaroo. And I was like, that sounds like a great one for <laughs> Crocodile Dundee to battle in a comic book. <laughs> but it was just a phantom kangaroo. Well, and now that I say it, no, I should have gone with that one because it's way better. Than you're like, now I'm better. really regretting. That's pretty good. That's pretty good because you could have that like, yeah, like a wild koala, like koalas are involved. You could do all That's not stuff. a pouch. So, this is I, a pouch. A pouch. And he pulls a, a, a severed head out. You of know it. what? That's my pitch. Done. Move on. Next one. <laughs> all right. Pitch that. So, Andrea, yeah. as the guest, your pitch is first. Okay. Well, Give also, your... you should be saying as the cryptid queen. As the cryptid queen and our guest, your pitch is first. So just, again, for folks, the pitch club is we have to pitch our comic book that involves a cryptid in any way, right? It's your story. We we go the story, and then we help each other out. If we get stuck, this is the opportunity to go, like, I think it's this, but what do you guys think you want to add, right? This is the – this is, like – the writer's help. room that's what this yeah. is right now right so this is the cryptid pitch club what's your cryptid comic pitch andrea cryptid queen go for it all right so yeah i will need probably some assistance to flesh this out but i because i just i don't know like i write i just write like a quick little i guess a pitch it's like a little treatment? synopsis it's, it's your my treatment? treatment it's not a full treatment but it's you know it's a bit all right so um the cryptid what's that a trick or treatment yeah, trick or treatment. Oh, what's that. your well? First, what's your cryptid? What's the cryptid you're going with? The the Jersey Devil. The Jersey Devil. Okay. Yes. Okay. So it's a Kevin Smith movie. It's a Kevin Smith <laughs> written pitch. He's <laughs> got the Jersey Devil in it, and he falls was... in love with a girl that will not go out with him. Nope, she will not. Who's not meant to be the thirty seven? Uh, right is that what? And then Jay and Silent Bob come in. Spooky Boochies. Yes. Spooky <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, so ridiculous. Okay, here we go. All right. All right. Uh, The Cryptid Collective is a group of the most popular folklore creatures from around the world. Their purpose is to place cryptids in their specific locations and pair them with a human counterpart who organizes their sightings. Yes, they are intentional to maintain interest and keep the folklore alive. Oh. when the jersey oh i like okay. that that's a that's an interesting way to to do it all right keep going okay. no it's all right um i'm used to you guys interrupting me every time yeah. i do a pitch no. so i was about to interrupt expected. you again i was like <laughs> i don't know necessarily the lore of the jersey devil which i feel like is gonna be important so at some point we gotta stop and you gotta tell me the lore of the jersey devil but go ahead continue okay <laughs> Um, so, okay, let's see. Uh, da, da, da. When the Jersey Devil's bumbling subordinate flubs the location of his sighting, he gets cornered at a nightclub by the Jersey Mafia, who are hell-bent on making a fast buck on their findings. Now, the collective must shut the Mafia down and save their comrade. Each cryptid will use their unique power and regional flair to fight various guidos. They will do anything to protect their way of life, even go toe-to-toe, or paw, or claw, or flipper, or hoof, with the most feared crew in the Garden State. Mm. I think that's fan- a fantastic pitch. Aww, and why is because you're, instead of it being like, it's a monster that's terrorizing people, right? Because that's the easy route. Right. Some of us may have gone that way. But that's like, that's the, you went, I like the idea of like, we've got to keep these, the, the interest in them alive. Uh, and I love that, like, it gives you an opportunity to have a Tony Soprano like character. Right. But like a bunch, like a Paul yeah. Walnuts, like all these like yeah. big pussy, like all these guys. Bruce Springsteen. You know? <laughs> yeah. It'll give, yes. A yeah, boss. Everything will be the boss. Bon Jovi. Be the full... 
It'd be great if the Jersey Devil wore a jean jacket because he really likes the boss. Right? Right. He's in that nightclub with the with the denim yeah. jacket and the hanky hanging out of his back oh, pocket. Always the tightest um, jeans. What's, yeah. what's the, what is what's the, the Jersey Devil? Yeah. So um I don't want to flub this. Um so the Jersey Devil, he's like um oh gosh. Well, just go to the wiki, Andrea. What I'm just going to the wiki right now. Yeah. Um, the Jersey Devil is a legendary creature who, no, that's a, that's a, inhabits the forest of the Pine Barrens in South Jersey. And he's like, got like horns, like a, like almost like antlers and he's got wings and he just kind of terrorizes. Oh, did he win the cryptoids uh, queen years ago? That sounds like the, like, like <laughs> oh, the prize. <laughs> I, I was the first, actually. Um, so it's uh, often described as a flying biped with hooves. Um, but there's a bunch of variations, obviously. Um, or like a bipedal kangaroo. Um, That's not a pouch. Combined with like a horse, a goat, bat wings, small arms, and clawed hands. So it's like right. a T-Rex. A little T-Rex guy. All right. Yeah. I, no, the, okay. And it has it's, a high-pitched pitch, blood-curdling uh, scream. Um, so tell me, uh, with this, this, this continuum of, of cryptids, uh, it, yeah. are they good? Are they good guys? Is this a fun loving? So here's, so I danced around so many ideas. I was very frustrated with myself. I was like, okay, so I'm not a creative person. This is, this is I'm just boring. I don't, I think that was a creative pitch, Andrea. Don't yeah. sell yourself yep. short. Thank you. I appreciate that. So I, you are I actually very much got a, creative a person. little, don't you work like, like special effects makeup for a living? We're doing that in drama right now. And I can't do it. And it's really hard. Oh. And yeah, I'm trying to explain to kids. I'm like, it's an art form as makeup is smeared in all the wrong places on my face. <laughs> I wish I could go to Germany and do a workshop for you. That'd be the no, most you, fun. You, I love show it. Show me up and I would, I would be ashamed. <laughs> you're like, no, stay, stay in the States. I don't want to <laughs> embarrass me. No, I'm kidding. I'm sure you're doing great. Um, no, I, I actually kind of got, cause I'm like, okay, I want to include all the monsters. Right. And this I gives want, you an opportunity to do that. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to include all the monsters. And I was like, oh, Monsters Inc. Was like, absolutely. Like the little thing that was like scratching my brain. And I'm like, what could I do with these guys that would be similar to Monsters Inc. But make it like totally different. Monsters so, cause I liked the idea. Are you talking about monsters? monsters Inc. Oh, okay. So the there's Disney, like, because they movie? have like the doors that like the monsters go through, and they like assign a kid to every monster. And I'm like, okay, how can I go? And then I just kind of fleshed out a little bit more. And then I'm like, but what would be a funny one to do? And I'm like, everything's funny about friggin' Jersey, like the Jersey Devil, like so yeah. Because I was trying to go, I was going too big. I needed to focus. Well, I think and you're, the, I think but this you're also right. lent yeah. itself to. I think you're right on giving them like almost the stereotypes of their local flair, right? Like the Sasquatch right. is like super yeah. Canadian and apologetic, like, sorry, sorry, you know, uh, yeah. what, else, uh, what else, what what are the other ones? Well, like the, the Chupacabra would be an E like, look, the, you know, Arizona let's, not, let's not get into the Chupacabra, yeah. uh, 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 stereotypes uh, on that one. No, you uh, make him, <laughs> you make him from Arizona. He's a very Republican. He hates taxes, <laughs> right? He, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there's a reason there's a reason why i'm i'm not in arizona there's a reason i'm in arizona right it's yeah. taxes none yeah. of that woke bull crap that you get like that's the exactly yeah, yeah yeah he's the uh, least woke that arizona chupacabra 
I could see uh, who did, uh, and I think you were on this episode. Uh, Prez, who who did? Who's our uh, Flintstones and Prez yeah. guy? Oh, we just read. We just read. We just read something this year from him. Uh, Mark Russell's yeah. right. Mark Russell. There we go. Yeah. Mark, yeah, Russell, yeah, yeah, Mark Russell would would that I would think be good. Be great. It'd be a very for, good for that. enough satire to it. Enough yeah. sort of fun and wackiness to it. Yeah. Uh, that would be good. Good. Good pitch, Andrea. Good pitch. Uh, do you have a resolution to it in your head, or is this just your? I think I think they just we get to see all their little fun little bits and get all the personalities of all the, you know, the monsters, and then they end up like saving him. Well, I this, well, I happens. think the mafia then gets involved, right? Like they have a vested interest. They can become like the muscle and like actually like, help them. Yeah, they they have a vested interest in the New Jersey Devil, so they <laughs> they realize that they can like. You work for the garbage company. Maybe, yeah, exactly. oh, maybe no, maybe he was. Maybe he was a hitman for the mafia, and he's trying to go straight. You know, like, and they're trying oh, to get him back oh, in because you don't leave oh. the family. You know, you know. What <laughs> um, I like that. It's a good one. All right, Travis, you want me to go next, or you want to go next? Uh, I can go next. Um, okay, I, I I need some help with mine. Um, so who's I'll your cryptid first? So, first, what's the cryptid? So the the the, the cryptid that I that I found this is the first time hearing this is stellar's sea ape uh is a reported yeah. marine animal observed by german german zoologist george steller on august 10th 1741 around the shimugan islands in alaska the animal was described as being around five feet long with a dog-like head long drooping whiskers an elongated but robust body thick fur coat no limbs and tail fins much like a shark he's a, he's Described the creature as being playful and inquisitive like a monkey. After observing it for two hours, he attempted to shoot and collect the creature, but missed, and the creature swam away. Hmm. Now, mine. Okay. So I wanted, I was looking at a couple of them, and I was like, you know what? With this new scuba diving hobby, there's a lot of cryptids that live in the water. So I wanted to go with yeah. the water thing. And I wanted the comic to be all watercolors. And I want it to be all blue, mm. right? And uh, let's kind of play with history here. So uh, I figure, like, mine's going to take place, uh, since it's off Alaska. What's in Alaska? Oil. It's 19, okay. 1940s, right? And we're, we're, okay. we're, we need oil for the war, right? Whatever war there's going on in the 1940s is a big one. Uh, and, um, <laughs> but also, you know, who's, you know who's out in the 1940s in the peak of their career? Jacques Cousteau. Exploring the seas, mm. right? And uh, he's he's there to protect the seas, and he's he's heard reports of drilling off Alaska and unsafe practices. So he and his crew go they they boat over to Alaska to to figure out what's going on to see if they can figure out what why you know like if they can help with making safer practices. And what they find is a deserted oil ship, for lack of name. Of what you would call an oil ship rig, an oil rig. An oil rig. If you no, the will. rig is the thing that sits out. It's into still the, a rig. In and this, it's an Alaskan oil rig in 1943, <laughs> uh, and 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 it's just like gore across the walls. So like, what is going on here? Uh, and so now all these all these countries, uh, the 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 
axis of evil, the allied forces are all kind of sending people into this spot because they want to get control of this and, and get the oil. And Jacques Cousteau's yeah. there trying to figure out what what's going on. And so they find out that there is this uh, stellar sea monkey, um, sea ape, excuse me, if you will. Sea ape, uh, yes. Uh, that is the ape uh, that it calls at this home and he's trying to protect it by killing these uh, intruders to his home and Jacques Cousteau and his crew have to uh, up, uh, save the ape but also keep him from killing off all of these people. So I don't know how quite that works yet, uh, but I wanted to turn the stellar sea ape into something a little bit more uh, creepy and vicious than its yeah. initial uh, legend, but also at the same time, like he's a good guy. Like, he's just misunderstood. Like, he's trying to protect it. And Jacques Cousteau was such an environmentalist. I was like, let's have, like, an environmentalist story. But it also brings in, like, this kind of evil, malicious nature to it. Uh, let's have some historical stuff in there. Uh, and then, of course, a lot of great underwater scenes. So that I, li- I like it. I, because it also gives you the opportunity to, like, those weird, old-school underwater diving yeah. helmets, right? Like, it, it gives you some really cool, like... Those like pressure suits and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it gives you, like, some cool stuff to play with, right? Yeah. As, as far as visually going, because comic books being a visual medium, you really get to sort of, sort of play with the the sort of juxtaposition of the big metal helmet and then this this sort of sea ape, right? Also, was- like, the POVs when they're in the helmet could be really cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you, yeah. you could draw that like fish, a fish eye, eye type yeah. thing. That'd exactly, like yeah, that. yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, so that was kind of my pitch. Uh, I need to work out some of the more specifics of it. It kind of starts like the thing. It does. It kind of starts like the thing where thing. they're going and they find this other rig that we're going to call it. It's like a lot and of things, honestly. Of... <laughs> but, but isn't that isn't that everything? But it's not yeah. like it's it's the thing and that idea that it's it gives you that trapped room sort yeah. of thing, right? So it yeah. gives you one set piece. It gives you a cast of characters, right? Because you get Jacques Cousteau, but then there's all the other weirdo sea guys that he has to hang out with right mm-hmm. so there's like the the cook right yeah. and then there's like the the guy who you know the brutal guy in the group who's like oh we gotta you need one you know I mean? like you need like a quint from like jaws like the very yeah. unhinged like knows everything about the sea and you're like yeah okay i was cool. thinking more like the life aquatic cast okay oh okay, okay. A little quirky, a little no. quirky. <laughs> little Owen Wilson. Wow, it's a sea ape. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty good, Josh. That's really good. Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Sea ape. <laughs> look, look, you're a sea ape. I get it. You're a sea ape. You're an ape of the sea. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yes, All right, Josh, what do you got? <laughs> All right, so Travis helped me with this pitch mm. a while back. I don't I have no so, idea. So there was a moment in time where some friends and I decided, let's play D&D, but not have it be D&D. And so we picked this, this game called Stranger Stuff is the name of the book. It's a D&D <laughs> game, and it's based on sort of like 80s movies. I was so jealous I was not to do this with you. Or 80s, like... Me too, and I it, live here. That it pulled, from, it pulled from Stranger Things, that idea. And <laughs> so you have your cast of young teen characters dealing with something. And so growing up in the Midwest, I picked the location being in the Midwest, but I didn't want like a Midwest. Um, I didn't, I didn't want a Midwest monster. 
right? I didn't want a Midwest cryptid. I wanted something different. I wanted to be able to tell the story. I wanted to, to pull in kind of what was going on. Having grown up in the 80s in Michigan, where the like cars were a big part of everything. And then the sort of like American jingoism that was going on in the eighties with Japanese culture, Travis being, you know, a kid growing up in, in Japan. Uh, and then me being here and my father working for general motors. And if you drove a car that was a foreign car to work, the guys would slash your tires, right? Like it was a serious thing. Like the sort of Asian scare that was going on at that time, or not even scare, like the idea of like how othering we were making that and how the economy of Japan was so scary to us here in the United States and, and all of that. So I wanted to play on that a little bit in this in this Dungeons and Dragons like game. Well, I guess it's not Dungeons and Dragons, but you know what I mean? Just a role-playing game, a tabletop role-playing game. And so I wanted the monster to be a Japanese folklore monster. And so my Japanese folklore monster is the Jorogumo which is a spider woman. So it's a large spider that can shape shift into a woman and back into a spider. And sometimes the spider has like a female head and body, but like a giant spider butt, right? Um, mm, or sometimes wow. it's just a giant, yeah, mm. Mm, giant spider yeah. butt. Uh, so uh, big thorax on this one. So is that the, is that the end? Is that the I, was, I, was, I was gonna say, I was trying to think of something with thorax in it too. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a th I think the thorax is the butt, uh, spider butt. Um, I like big thorax and I can't, but anyways, <laughs> so, uh, the idea was that, and so it's a minor monster. And so it takes place in sort of a no name Midwest town, right? Um, there is one guy's dad, uh, one guy's dad works. One of the kids' dads works for a, a car dealership and it's selling American cars. And then nearby they've just opened the Toyota dealership, right? So the town has had the same car dealership forever. It's American cars. And then in comes the Toyota dealer. And then there is, it's the, every small Midwest town and not small, but like every Midwest town that has some sort of industrial thing. It's a weird thing that they have. And so I wanted to find a weird thing. So for this one, it's, uh, they make uh, corrugated cardboard boxes. So that's the big industry in this town uh, because it'll play into the end scene where it's a fire at the cardboard factory. Right. Because what's, you know, like it's a factory where they produce cardboard. So a fire in the cardboard factory is going to be scary. It's going to be that a final, that final <laughs> scene. How do you kill spiders with, with fire? Right. You think of like arachnophobia. I wanted to play into that movie being as a kid, arachnophobia was so great. Scary. Oh, Not, um, loved it. Uh, what's his name? Uh, John Goodman. Yeah. John Goodman. So like someone's uncle is the exterminator in town. Who's that John Goodman character who <laughs> like, plays into that thing one of the guy's dads works for the car dealership but then the final the, the, the it culminates in the scene that's at the, like the cardboard festival right so the town so well, i was an economics teacher and i used to watch this uh this documentary with my students about um the this town in indiana that was that made refrigerators it was where maytag had their giant refrigerator plant right and they had miss refrigerator was the thing they did in the 50s and it, it played through. And then when uh, in the 90s, when everything, when, when um, we, you know, the trade opened up between Mexico and Canada and the United States, uh, that kind of, all those cities just kind of imploded, 
right? Mm -hmm. And so I wanted this to be that thing where it's the 80s, Miss Cardboard is like the Cardboard Queen is still a thing. It's the Corrugated Cardboard Festival. Instead of a, instead of a hay maze in the fall, it's a cardboard <laughs> maze, right? I want it to play into all of this thing. It's cardboard boxes built into this giant sort of maze. And I wanted all these set pieces. And I wanted to play into this idea of like this fear of Japanese culture in the 80s, right? Um, and so you have this car dealership who's run by a World War One vet or World War II vet. He came back, you know, it's 40 years, an old man. Uh, he's probably in his 60s, right? Because he fought and, and it's in the 80s. He fought, you know, in World War II. And he is actually the Joragumo, right? He is the Spider Woman. But he's been able to shape shift. Like the Joragumo took him took his body and came over. But all of the signs are pointing you to someone from like, I want it to be like, oh, it's the Japanese. It's it's this thing. It's the fear, all of those things. And so all the damage that he's doing is to the, uh, all this damage is happening at the other car dealership. And so, you know, this whole thing playing out, um, there's a teacher in town who's, who's half Japanese, right? And so the kids lean on her to learn about like what's going on? Because they try to look up what the what's going on. There's spiders. Kids are missing, right? They're getting kidnapped. This whole thing goes on, and they're the ones who have to save the town from this spider monster. So that's that's my pitch with no real, just lots of like ephemeral, but no solid, <laughs> no solid path to where it's going. I love it. It's a great story. Uh, yeah. Not created for this pitch club, John. No, <laughs> no, I, I remember. <laughs> I, remember, I was gonna say, I'm like, I'm sorry. I remember what? when you were talking about this at first, and I was like, oh my god, I want to be part of this game so bad. And so I do want after we talk about your pitch, I do want you to tell me, did you ever actually play this game, and how did it go? We we started it, and so it ended up that we got into because at one point I believe I was got, supposed to come on and be the you were, foreign then, kid who uh, then military brat who yeah. grew up in Japan and gives him a clue. Someone, someone got, <laughs> someone got sick. And so we had to take like uh, some time off and then Anthony moved away. So Anthony, like one of the guys who played the game moved out of state and then it's just everybody, like it just, it just was not, it just didn't work the way we wanted to. And so, but, but um, it was an interesting, this, this idea where we ended up getting was um, the opening scene is the kids ride their bike by the, uh, the local gas station and the gas station is closed off by the police. Um, the kids don't really know why, but they're like, but someone has been, a student has been missing, right? Some kids gone missing and they don't know why this kid's gone missing. And so, but then they see that the, that the, um, that the gas station is cordoned off it's thing. And so they go and sneak in at night and they find little baby spiders and kind of webbing and so they as they're leaving it they see the spiders a trail of baby spiders going off into the woods and so they got to the scene where they they sneak out of their house that night they go into the woods they find the you know they they go into the den which is underground and, and they fought a couple of the little spiders like not the big joraguma but the bigger ones no one will believe them so they decide not to tell anybody because they think they've killed. They think they took care of it. But then it was supposed to come back and it was going to be, you know, the culmination of everything. I, I, you know, I think the thing when you play a game like this is it's really determined by the players. 
And so you want to steer them in a direction and you want to put these posts along the way, but the things they do can kind of veer it off. And so I had to kind of get them like, no, we're not going to find the big monster yet. And so I had to kind of like give them the space to go like, oh no, we're not finding that monster yet. We're finding it's babies that it, that it, you know, that it has. Well, I love the pitch because I mean, it just hits me. I think pretty much anyone in our generation, the sense of like young kids, you know, solving a mystery in a small town, you know, uh, punching above their weight for it, which is just, I feel like I'm always in the search during this season, the spooky season, if you will, um, uh, for new films like that that I have not seen. You know, yeah. the Monster Squads, the Goonies, and stuff like that. And every now and then, uh, you discover like a like an old like the the more you search out for it, like the the worse the movies get, right? Because you've seen yeah, the big yeah. ones, right? And yeah. so it's like, oh, this is it, it scratches that itch, but not in like a really well done way. Uh, yeah. Because there were so many of those type of movies in the 80s uh, that I'm constantly looking out for more stories like that. We saw a little bit about Paper Girls in comics, right? Kind of like uh, yeah. That, that, yeah. that style to it. To me, it's a story with endless possibilities. You could you could use that as your key trope um, and do it a hundred times and I'm not going to get sick of it. You know, you can have the right? archetypes in there. Like, I just love it. Yeah. yeah. And so like the the way the characters ended up is like one character, one because you all so the way that the 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 um the game is designed is that each person picks their archetype child like who are you what preteen or teenager are you and so one of them was like the tough kid from the other side of the tracks right mm-hmm. whose dad you know died and he lives with his mom but his mom he's like a latchkey kid right and so his thing was like he was the dangerous one right who who could get away with anything who had the ability to think but the funny part was like his dad was really like the way he played it up is his dad was like super had a lot of money, but his dad like left it all to him. So it's in trust. So he can't get it. And his mom hates him because his mom can't access the money, but he's got to live with his mom now. And like his mom doesn't care about him. So he can do whatever he wants. So he can get away with anything. Right. Um, And then another person picked the nerd, right. Who is always, who has whatever he needs in his backpack, for when you need it, right? Who had the nerdy information? Yeah, data. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So very data, data from Goonies. <laughs> very data sort of data sort of one. Uh, and then another one picked like that sort of middle of the road character. Like I'm just I'm just the kid, right? The street what, man. Which would, like, what architect yeah. would you be in that movie? Which would you want to play? I the would. I, I, for me, I'd want to play the the not the nerd. I'd want to play the straight man, right? Uh, the one who's just along for the one who's like, what the hell are we doing? Not like. Not this, <laughs> Not the scaredy one, but the one who like has his head on his shoulders and can't believe like, are we real? If we're going to do this, we have to do this. Right. And who is the the person who, so what's his name in the Goonies? I want to, that one with asthma. That's who I want to be. The straight man. Yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah. Sean Astin. I want to be Sean Astin's, you know, like the kid who's like, let's go do this. Dark gonna, time. Down. The heart. You want to be the heart. But he's. Yeah. The heart, yeah, but he the heart. knows he knows everybody to lean on, right? He's like, oh, you're going to do this part. I need you to do this, right? He's the the planner, not yeah. the nerd, over, not the battle. Like everybody else bucket. is so everybody else is yeah. so chaotic, and they have yes. to like they're like the ones that like the manager of the, the chaos. Manages right? them. Yeah, I want to yeah. be the pop culture kid, the kid who knows way too much about pop culture, and like <laughs> like so he knows the legend, he knows a little bit of it, he watches the movies, he plays the games, he reads the comics, and he's like, this yeah. is just like Wolfman. Issue 38. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, 
like um, and Andrea gets to be the girl. That's I'm just, the girl. Just yeah. the girl. I yeah, see. I would be like or the older the sister. I would no. I wouldn't want to be the. I would want to be Beverly, like in it. Beverly oh. Marsh. She's like Not the one you girl. Don't but be she's the, like, you don't want to be there in the book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, we don't. We don't want that part. Um, but I just love. She's my favorite in those types of stories because she's she's the toughest and bravest out of all of them, and she really does like save the day. Where it's like all these chaotic boys just. And it's like, well, it's just like my regular life. It's just like a lot of chaotic men. And I'm just like, all right, let's, let's, let's buckle down guys. And I'll, she's, she's yeah. the, the tough one. Although my age, I, love I, it. I wouldn't mind being the uncle, like in silver bullet, like Busey in silver bullet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, but Come I on, man. Like I got you some firecrackers <laughs> here. You're going to go out and have a good oh. time. It's going to be great. Man. So good. <laughs> Well, that's that's oh, like that man. character, the John Goodman character, someone's uncle, yeah. right? Who yeah. they like, they talk to him about how do you kill spiders? Yeah. Right. Like they make up a story, like, hey, we have you know our clubhouse, we have all these spiders, and but we want, how do we get rid of them, right? So like he hooks him up with all the stuff that you shouldn't give children, yeah. right? Yeah. And he's like, I made my own. Here it is. It's my like special, my, my, special my special formula, poison. right? And he's got it. And and it's that character. But he ends up dying, right? Like he has to die because he he somehow gets wrapped up in it too, but in a different place. Like someone else goes, Hey, you gotta come out to the house, man. We have there's webs all over our crawl space. Do you guys yeah. know what a crawl space is? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Did I you did. have one as a kid? No. Yes. <laughs> I had one under the stairs. Ours just wasn't encased, but it was under uh, the stairs. Ours was, you could get, we had a, uh, it's where we would go when there was a tornado warning in Michigan. And oh. so in a closet, there was the ground hatch and you'd yep. flip it up and you'd go down into the crawl space and it was not very tall. So you'd have to sit down there. It was all dirt, right? All oh, dirt. see. Yeah. yeah. Our crawl space was dirt underneath the house. Um, and it was just spooky fucking place Terrifying. yeah right yeah and but the but the but that's also where the pilot light for the uh the furnace was travis you know how you're afraid of your furnace in your really old german apartment it's Down a really basement? basement here yeah yeah <laughs> yes yeah. it's like i go so, i'd rather not talk about it guys <laughs> so it was like that but it's four feet high under your house and like my dad would be like, Bud, you gotta go hit the go hit the pilot light for me. You go down there and it's creepy, and then we'd have tornadoes down there. So, like, that's where it ha that's where the uncle dies, is in someone's crawl space because there's mm -hmm. webs all over the place. He goes in, and like the Jorogumo has all of these holes to come out at different places mm -hmm. around town, right? And either it's babies are getting out or it's getting out, right? Because it's, it's got it vibes for sure. Yeah. Well, well, that's I'm a, I mean, terrified that's, of spiders, so yeah. that would be a uh, yeah. a horrible Same. story for me to be caught in. But it's not, but it's not the giant it spider, right? No, it's no, not, no. I'm just saying, care. like, yes, it's the kids. It's it has yeah. like you know the barons, and that's where like it, it's like little nested. Yeah, but, but it's then it also, has all these. The it, it goes through the sewer, and right? Like it's that, also yeah. in Stranger Things, right? Like that. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a very but again. Yeah. Uh, yum yum. I'll eat it all yes, day. Yeah. Like so, give me more. Give me some that's sassy kids that swear every now and then. Yeah, I love it. I would it. like I would like to run the game again. I think it would be fun to actually run the game. Hi. Um Hello. so we Hi. gotta yeah. I live in the, I live not far from you, friend. <laughs> but but I but like that's just you know that that's where that came from. And so I don't know what the end result is, but the the main set piece at the end is the cardboard factory at during the cardboard festival 
right? We like, want to be Miss Cardboard so bad. The card, the cardboard queen. How many ridiculous it'd be, titles it'd be can the, I have? It'd be the corrugated cardboard queen. Like that's corrugated cardboard queen. That's what it would have to be. <laughs> Crown would be cardboard. Yeah, it would be a cardboard oh, crown, a cardboard it. sash. Yes. Yeah. That would be so awkward. And just and just gals and like growing up, homecoming where I grew up in my small town. And now remember, my first homecoming was 1996. So this is not a long time ago, right? I mean, it is a long time ago now, but like the dresses were like big giant ball gowns that if you were on homecoming court, it wasn't like, oh, I'm on homecoming court and I wear whatever dress I want to wear. These girls had to go order giant velvet ball gowns to Please. be on homecoming court. Like heart necklines. Yeah. Just is, very is bizarre. Neighbor, neighboring town, like the masking tape factory. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but I always think like they have to have like a hangout, right? So is it the bowling alley? Do they hang out at the bowling alley? What's the place? That's a good. Because I don't want it to be an arc. I don't want it to be an arcade yeah. because an arcade's too on the nose. Yeah. I want it to be a bowling alley that has arcade games in it. Yeah. But it's still a bowling alley because I remember going to bowling alleys as a kid because my mom was on leagues. Right. The French fries at the bowling alley are always the best. There, it always yeah. smells a little weird. Chili fries. That's the place. Yeah. So, well, does a mall baby chili fries? Does a mall baby eat chili fries, I Travis? And it, it, I think it, she does. Not there by herself. If, it, if a mall baby eats chili fries in the mall and no one's around to see them, do they still does a mall get baby? sick? Does a mall baby eat chili fries? All right. Good pitches, everybody. Good pitches. Yeah. Hey, you Good too. Times. All right. So that's it for this episode of the Pitch Club. We're coming at you with one more spooky book for spooky season. Andrea picked another book for us. We are doing Something is Killing the Children uh to wrap up spooky oh i wonder if it's a giant spider woman Ooh, please be a giant spider woman please giant spider woman (laughs) all right so here we go you can tune into the show find it on your favorite podcast app you can find all the episodes over at comicexposure.com you can click the button pick a month go back go to you know listen (gasps) and go back oh 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 i forgot you know what this is this is the hundredth variant episode hundredth variant episode travis so we've been doing this for a very long time. 100 variant episodes. Yeah. That's why. What's That's the why. anniversary gift for 100 episodes? Is it cardboard? It's cardboard. 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 It's cardboard. It's cardboard. It's cardboard. Yeah, we stopped trying. It's the cardboard time. anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> um, folks, thank you for tuning in. Comexposure.com. Follow us, rate us, review us, like us on that podcast app, whatever it is. And we'll see you next trade.